Good morning, everybody. Morning, afternoon, evening. It's morning for us today. We did this. We did our podcast a little bit earlier. This is the James and Neil show for right now. Uh, welcome. Really happy to have you guys listening. Really excited that you are listening. Thank you so much, and thanks for your patience as we build this build this podcast. Today is a pretty, uh, I want to say, a pretty pretty special podcast in J- for James and for me because it's it's all about just getting started, just just getting things going, getting the ball rolling. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to let James kind of take it from here so he can talk a little bit more about the, the goal of this, of this podcast, the action items, and you know, what we're going to help you do by listening. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So I'll start with a story. Um, I, as I was um, going to college and having, you know, at, at my first job, I was a, a designer. It was great. But I was really interested in all of these uh, professionals who seemed to strike a fortune doing their own thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I read the E-Myth and I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I read the four hour work week. And, and all of these things were like, to me, it seemed so cool. And it also seemed so out of reach. I'm like, dude, it's cool yes. that these guys have done it, but there's no way I could do that. I'm just this newly graduated college student. And I, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but but really, like looking back, that's that's what I really wanted. I mm-hmm. wanted to be independent, and I wanted to have this kind of success. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize it at the time. I just thought it was this crazy dream. Okay, so you the know? the goal of the goal of the podcast then today is, you know, how you can actually have that dream, and how you can just get started. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. So, so as I read these books. Um, I realized that I did want to own my own business and I wanted to become financially independent and to do all these cool tricks that people had done, you know, cause, cause it would make me feel like I had it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're a newly graduated college student, at least for me, you know, I, I felt like there was so much I didn't know and so much I didn't know how to do. And if I could get to the point where I could be successful, like these guys, I will have learned how to done it, how to have done it all, if that makes sense. Oh yes, okay, okay. And so, and so, of course, I I I didn't know what I needed to know, and to me, that was a big barrier. That was like my first barrier. I didn't know how to do it, and so I'm like, I'll probably need to wait until I know how to do it to actually do it. And I think that was my first mistake. <laughs> the first thing I think that all of us think. Exactly. Like we have a dream of I'll oh, be I can do it someday. Someday. But when, because when I don't I know, know how to do it today, I'm not going to do it today. Yes. And, and okay. I think, I mean, it seems like such a common um, myth that, yeah. that people have in their brains. Like, I don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to do it. And it seems really counterintuitive, but mm-hmm. I think later on we'll talk about how that actually, it, it doesn't matter. And you can still do it even if you don't know how at the moment. Yeah, it really does. Like, I think yeah. those listening, like, we've all had those moments where it's like, I just don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to. It's... That's a common thing. That's a yeah, absolutely. And so, so fast forward a little bit. Um, I one of my friends, he was starting a business, and uh, he asked me to come help him. And I thought, oh yeah, okay. So I'll be involved in this business, and I'll learn how to do it. I'll learn how to be successful. Mm-hmm. And you know, if, if the business is successful, then I will have enough money to be financially independent, so that I can learn how to do what I've been learning, wanting to learn how to do. Okay. So um, now that another startup that my friend uh, started, 
uh, it wasn't as successful as we would have wanted it to be. Uh, and I ended up going through a lot of my own savings. In fact, I went through all of my savings and I went into some credit card debt because this, this startup uh, didn't do so well. And so at the end of it all, after the startup had failed and I was left with massive amounts of credit card debt n and no savings, um, I just decided, hey, instead of getting another nine to five and putting off this dream even more, mm -hmm. I'm just going to get started. Okay. Now, and before you go on, I, I do have a question here. Sure, sure. Oh, so it sounds like you hit a big failure. Mm -hmm. That to me is terrifying. Oh, dude. Failing it, is terrifying. It was ridiculously scary for me. Like that, that had been one of my huge fears my whole life and I was living it mm -hmm. and I was so stressed out. Like I, I could barely eat. Like I wasn't exercising. It, it was, it was hard. It was really rough. So at, at the, what, I guess, what would you say was the, when you finally reached the whole, oh, man, this, this company is going to fail. It's not going to succeed the way I wanted it to. How did you approach it? How did you address it? Well, I, I said to myself, okay. I'm living through one of my greatest fears now, and it hasn't killed me. Huh. Uh, I'm still alive, and I'm still kicking. And uh, okay, I, <laughs> it's not as bad as I thought I was going to be. I didn't didn't lose my home. Mm -hmm. I didn't lose my family. I still got them. Yeah. And uh, and so I just kept going. I remember. Yeah, thank you. I remember one of my biggest failures in life, which we won't go into now. But I feel like when I was at that precipice, like that, like this is it. This is failure. Like. I remember sitting back and like at that night, I'm like, it's not as stressful as I actually thought it was right. going to be. It was actually more stressful imagining what the failure was exactly versus what the failure actually became. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was once I was like, oh, this was failure. Great. Chalk it up. Move on. Let's yeah. get going again. So I think, I think there's, a, there's two more excuses right there that we can address. We can you know, pull out. Mm -hmm. The first one is not having enough money, yeah. like not feeling like you have savings or whatever to start your own company to quit mm -hmm. your job and start your own company well i did it with nothing and uh we didn't didn't lose our home it's, okay. it's working okay you know All so right. if you've got nothing you can still do it yeah you know and if you have savings great it's that much easier to do it okay you know so essentially i think with the title of this podcast should be like guys we're going to teach you today how to get started when you have nothing right like that's yeah. what we're going to do um, yeah, and and then the the other principle, the excuse that we can pull out here mm -hmm. is you got to overcome your fears. Mm -hmm. And if you're if you're just putting it off because you're afraid, then that's no excuse. Mm -hmm. At least you can identify, oh hey, I'm doing this because I'm afraid, so I need to just put that aside and and live through it anyway. Yeah, because that's a real suspicion that we all have. Like, yeah, I'm not the one qualified. I don't know yet. There's too many things to learn, and I'm afraid to fail. Yeah, so they put they put it off. We screw they. We we yeah, all put, we put it, it off. <laughs> <laughs> we all put it off um, for one day to two day to two years, three years. But Neil, it turns out the failing is one of the best things you could do. Oh, well, because, I'm intrigued. Because if you okay, so I'll, another story here. So I took piano lessons all growing up, and there's this this one really complicated song that I was gonna play for the for all these people listening to me, and so I'm a little bit nervous. Well, really nervous. I get up there <laughs> and I start playing and I just screw this thing up. I'm hitting wrong notes. Like the timing's off. It's, it's just crap. And so I stop playing in the middle of this piano recital. I take a deep breath <laughs> and I hit it over from the beginning. Started from the beginning completely. 
fresh. And, and I play it flawlessly from that point on. Oh. But I had to, to just mess it up completely in order to get to that point. And, and after I had messed it up completely, in the back of my mind, I was thinking to myself, I can't mess it up any worse. What's the worst that could happen now? You know, you've already lived through the worst. And so it's, it's just uphill from here. I remember back in the day when I would try to, uh, during the dating life, I came up with a, it was kind of a joke concept, but a lot of people were like, that's a brilliant idea. It's like, no, 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 don't do it this way. And then when I'd go on a date, I would always lead with my worst impression. And they would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, sorry, I just wanted to lead with my worst impression because now it's just going to go uphill from here. And they're like, you are ridiculous. <laughs> it was a line that I would use and it's kind of like a funny joke, but it was, you're actually saying like, once you hit rock bottom, guys, it really is. It's only going up from there. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So, so anyway, back to the story, um, worked with a small business, it failed. Mm-hmm. And I realized at that point, at that moment, when I, I had to choose between getting a nine to five again or starting my own business, I realized that I had been procrastinating my whole life and I needed to stop. So, mm-hmm. so, so really I created a plan for myself, right? And this plan was, I, and, I just started going through LinkedIn. And now this plan, like, this is the plan that we're going to want listeners to, to kind of act on. Yeah. Do something similar here. Right. And so, so what I did is I, I thought about what I wanted, right? And I wrote it down so that it was concrete in place. Then I started going through my LinkedIn and just, I looked at every contact um, on the first few pages mm-hmm. and thought to myself, okay, how can I work with this person? How can I work with this person? How can I work with this person? And I just, I just like started reaching out to a bunch of people and I must've told, you know, 50 or talked to at least 15 people about what my plan was, mm-hmm. you know, like, Hey, I want to start my own business. I'm thinking about doing this. Do you have any advice? You know, have you ever done it? Like, what are you doing in life right now? That type mm-hmm. of thing. How can we work together? And then at the end of every conversation, I was like, do you know anyone else I can talk to? Ooh, I love that. I yeah. love that. And it, it was great because so talking to people is, is super important because first of all, when they know your plan, you, you feel like uh, the, the kind of accountability to them, mm-hmm. right? Even though it hasn't been stated explicitly, it's, it's this whole like social pressure. Like if you tell people they're going to expect you to succeed and if you fail, it's like you're letting them all down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that was super good. And plus like talking to people is the best way to get business in the first place. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, so that's just what you got to do. That's really true. Um, and so, and so from doing all these things, uh, it turns out that there was a lot more business that, than I knew that there was. And after one day of doing this, I already had like three potential clients lined up mm-hmm. and that was in one day. You that know, was just your first day of first when you're day. talking about your plan. Yeah. Like, Hey guys, I'm thinking about doing this. People responded, Hey, that's pretty cool. I could use your services. Exactly. Oh, oh, I like that a lot. And so, and so seriously, like I didn't have to go through the stress of wondering for that long. Um, once I started, I could see results immediately. And, and I promise you, as you go do this, you will see results immediately as well. That's, that's very cool. So essentially the lesson is if you actually want to get started on something, don't wait for tomorrow to happen. Sit down, write, grab a piece of paper, write out what your plan is, what you would like to do with with whatever your idea is, and then talk to 10, 15 people about what you're trying to do. Get their feedback on, hey, is this something you would use? Is there someone you would know that would want this? What would you like 
if this isn't what you want now, what would you like? So they can actually help you develop it. Mm-hmm. And you can get clients within, within a week almost is what you're saying. You had, yeah. um, I know with this company that we started here, we went to, I want to say like our very first client, we sat down for lunch saying, Hey, we'd like to do a partnership with you to help you with your company. Um, not to actually bring him on as a client of ours. Right, right. But as we talked about what we were going to do, he's like, guys, can you do this for me? I'll like immediately. Hey, so I, I, I need this. I want this. Can you do it for me? And it's like, well, well yes, we weren't planning on that. But yeah, we can. Let's yeah. do it. So like we didn't even have to sell him on our services. He kind of sold himself on our services. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a wonderful lunch. We had some amazing tacos too. Oh, yeah. Was- and so now like the cool thing is, now that I've overcome all of these self-limiting beliefs that I had, I feel like I can do anything right now. Mm-hmm. And it is a wonderful feeling. Oh, I love know? that. Um, I guess I do have a question though. Like, One thing I do want to bring up is if anyone listening is what makes you different or better than your competitors? How are you going to be able to steal things from your competitors, especially as you're getting started? You're just the small, the new, the new kid on the block at this point. Something I've learned is that through our experience with this, of getting people on board almost instantaneously was that they actually don't even think about the competitors, right? The competitors, those are most, those are big block people or big box people compared to you coming in. You already have that relationship established with them. And when I say relationship, I mean, one where it's friendly, one where there's a dialogue that's open and it's never been based on, Hey, are you buying my product? It was always based upon just, do we get along? Do I like this person? Um, I think you call it social equity. Yeah. And because you already have that social equity with them, you can then talk to them about your dreams and what you're trying to do. And if they believe in you as a person, which most people do, most people believe in other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people are rooting for other people. Uh, the people that are saying, no, I want you to fail. You don't want those people in your life, <laughs> um, but that's a different topic for today um, or for another time. Uh, those competitors that you have out there, are actually much smaller because they're not doing it the way you're doing it. You're at a very personal aspect of your of your career at this point, and these people are going to appreciate and actually value you more because of it. Which is, I want to kind of allay fears there, like guys. Even if you don't have you have competitors in your field, don't worry right now. In fact, the more competitors, it's almost the better because you know that people are buying in that field. Um, yeah. And there's more tips and tricks that we'll tell you another time on how you can draw those competitors, uh, the, the competitors' clients from your competitor to you. And it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier than you imagine it be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so the bottom line here is whatever your excuse is, whatever your reason why you're putting this off, I, I just want to encourage you to identify those reasons and, and figure out how you can just get past them and, and start today. Like, start today. Literally start today. Okay. So then, so identify, identify what your fear is, what's holding you back. And I guess the way that we can help out with that is by giving you the assignment of, if you've identified them, great. If you haven't, then just sit down and write down what you're trying to do and then talk to people about what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And they might be able to help you identify them or you'll discover that in the process of just doing this, you've gotten over the, the things that are holding you back. Uh, you know, we're not asking you to go create a business or get a business license today. Mm-hmm. We're asking you to identify what you want to do. Right. 
What's your dream? What's your ideal life? What's your ideal business? What's your ideal job? If I can, a a quick fun story here. I had a, I I moved out of the country about seven years ago. I wanted to see if my thesis, my, my undergrad thesis that I wrote was viable, if it was realistic. And I ended up moving to back to, to here with you to Utah. And I ended up running into an old friend of mine that I just thought the world of. He was such a good guy. And I was like, let's go do lunch one day. And I sat down. I was like, hey, so what's your dream? You know, his name was his name was was Jay. And I was like, Jay, what's your dream? He's like, really? No, you you want to know about my dreams? I was like, yeah, what do you want to do? Like, because he was managing a restaurant at that time. I was like, do you want to be a restaurant manager? I imagine that's high stress. And I know you're you're starting a family now. Is is it work? Does it does it correlate well with what with your goals? He's like, no. What I really want to do, Neil, is I want to start an ice cream shop. And I was like, what? Like I wasn't I wasn't anticipating him say that say, <laughs> saying that he wanted to start an ice cream shop. And I was like, where do you even begin with that? Because I was I was curious. I'm like, how do you? He knew what we wanted to do. I was like, how do you do an ice cream shop? He's like, well. He actually did exactly what you're saying to do. It's like, I remember, I, it just started hitting me like a month ago that I want this. I was mm-hmm. just talking to people about, hey, I want to start an ice cream shop. Where would be a good place to do it? Would you come if I started an ice cream shop? Now, time passed. A year later, he opened an ice cream shop. That's amazing. In fact, it's actually one of the most popular ice cream places in Utah. That is so cool. It is now. And I was like, <laughs> what the devil? So I remember I went there one night on a date and I saw him like, Jay, oh my goodness, you actually did it. He's like, no, I did it. And it's wildly successful. I'm like, how stressed are you? He's like, well, I'm definitely stressed now because I have lots of people under me working. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And he's like, and I'm constantly trying to invent new, new ice cream recipes. So if you have an idea, just let me know. And I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't have been more proud of him. He oh, yeah. literally took this idea of I just want to make ice cream to wildly successful. It is the most popular place. People are in line all the time, even during the winter. Winters oh, in nice. Utah to our listeners are are cold. They're ridiculous. Um, but people still go there in the winter time. And it's like, what's wrong with you people? Um, <laughs> That's amazing, dude. So yeah, it can happen. It can totally happen. It really can. In fact, it not only can, it will happen. I like that. I really like that. The positive affirmation. Guys, we can do this. You can do this. Um, is there anything else you want to add to the story? No, I think this is good. I think we should wrap up, but yeah, right. definitely hope, hopefully you got something out of this episode and there will be a lot more to come. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Again, if you have questions or uh, topics you want us to talk about or address, let us know and do this. I promise you guys, as you build, as you write down your, your plans and talk to people about it, you'll actually find a lot more positivity and success and people rooting for you to the point that you will get clients much quicker than you ever imagined.